One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. I'm Sophie Scott and I'm James Gill. Our mission is to make wellness accessible to everyone. We'll be chatting with our favorite people, sharing uplifting news stories and delivering tips and tricks to bring balance to your lives. Hello, welcome to the Balance podcast. Our guest today is the actor Nina Tucson White. So you've probably seen Nina in the likes of Game Face, Bodyguard. She was Ray Byrne in Bodyguard. Uh, I first saw her in Uncle, the BBC sitcom that starred Nick Helm. And when I saw her in Uncle, Nina had that, whoa, holy mackerel, star quality, full on star quality. Before Uncle, she'd done the hard yards. We talk about this. She'd done the hard yards. Emmerdale, Holby, EastEnders. So she actually broke through about 10 years ago playing the character Sid in EastEnders. But as we discuss on the podcast, Nina has always had yoga to fall back on. So despite the fact that we are here to talk about the fact that she is a lead role in a new TV show called the feed up until recently nina was still teaching a yoga class so yes we talk acting but we also talk yoga we talk well-being nina's innate likability really shines through she's wonderful love lena tucson white absolute pleasure to meet her uh, the feed is on virgin it's on Amazon in, in other countries. If you're outside the UK, it might be on your Amazon. As yet, in the UK, it's not on Amazon, but it is on Virgin. At the end of the chat, I'm practically pleading with her to, for it to be on Amazon, as if it's Nina's decision. <laughs> but if you've got Virgin, it's on there. Uh, anyway, before we get to Nina, uh, we have our good news section. Good news this week. If you are an optimist, I am an optimist. Glass half full or glass half empty. I'm just grateful to have a glass. Will I am once said that in a balance interview, and it's something that I thought I'd come up with. I thought I'd come up with my own <laughs> profound quote. No, <laughs> apparently not. Good news for optimists, because according to a new study in the medical journal JAMA or J A M A, uh, those of us who are optimists, those of us who are optimist or are, are a positive according to the reports, have a better chance at avoiding death from something cardio, cardiovascular when compared to pessimists. There's a quote here from uh, the cardiologist, Dr. Alan Rosansky. He's a professor of medicine at the Ikan School of Medicine at Mount Sinai. He's also lead author of the study. 
It's a big old percentage, this. See, but what I would say is if you are a pessimist, I mean, realism, there's nothing wrong with good old healthy dose of realism. But if you are a pessimist and you are glass half empty, or or in fact, you're not, not only that, you're somewhat annoyed about the, the glass being there in the first place. In fact, you, you, you think the glass is going to fall off and hit you on the foot. Um, this quote is worth thinking about. We observed that an optimist had about 35% lower risk of major heart complications, such as a cardiac death, stroke, or a heart attack. I sound way too cheerful talking about <laughs> some pretty weighty uh, things here. Cardiac death, stroke, or a heart attack. Compared to the pessimists in each of these studies, he adds, the more pessimistic a person was, the worse the outcome. Oh my God. Uh, so if you take something away from this, you try to be a bit more optimistic. Tell you, is an optimist. Uh, Nina Tucson White, uh, fantastic British actor, very much on the up. Uh, I, I really think has huge star quality. And I get to tell her to her face, basically get to tell her, I think you're brilliant. Uh, so here she is, um, Nina Tucson White. Tell you what, should we start now? Yeah. Nina. Hello. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So we right, we've we've what we've done <laughs> for we've bond, we've bonded before the chat has start, yeah. and that's that's always a win. But we then had to stop the bonding because if if you then if you tell you, the stories, if you use up too much of yeah. it, you know I've done I've done podcasts before, where I've done done it with a mate, and we've had like this proper natural catch up, and they has gone right, we're recording, and then we're like, and then there's nothing to oh, say. we've used our tied <laughs> out. We don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, no. Well, actually, EastEnders is a is a perfect way to start. Okay. So I. I always have a soft spot for for any anyone who's done the hard yards beforehand, and yeah. then they break through. Um, Thank so, you. so some of the Aussie actors, for example, so some of your if, dear listeners, some of your favourite actors who are Australian, there's a very strong chance they did the hard yards in Home and Away or Neighbours oh, first, and you you did that similar thing. So your your IMDb, you know you've. And I'm not knocking these shows because these are wonderful shows. But you know, I've been climbing for a long time. But you've worked so hard. Yes, it's thank not, you. It's not like, you know, this has absolutely categorically mm. not landed. You know, it wasn't like you were 15 years old. Oh, and I'm a, I'm a megastar. You but know. I think you find that with lots of people. I was like, I remember watching um, BAFTAs. Yes. And it was Ruth Neger who had been, she was nominated, I forget what the film was called, for a BAFTA. Sure. Or up, um, new star, uprising star um, award. And she said, I've been doing it for 15 years. And everyone in the category were like 15 years old. Like, I'm completely no. going off what she said. But, it, you know, it's... You, I think loads of actors just slog and slog and slog and then finally get like a, a big hit and people are like, oh, where have you come from? And it's... And then you hand them your yeah. CV. Yeah, and then you go, yeah. But it's better to... Maybe I'm saying this because I'm 41 years old. But it's, is it not better to... I'm putting words in your mouth here, and I, so I apologise. It. it surely is better to um, do it that way round, because when it happens, you've got all the skills to pay the bills. I think, uh, for me, it's better, yeah. you know. I It's a hard graft, and it's a bit like a roller coaster, and you know, sometimes you don't know how you're going to pay the bills from month to month, because things change so much. You being a freelancer, you, you know that. Um, I do think... I was prepped early, you know, whether it's how to learn lines or <sighs> filming different episodes out of sync, yes, um, sure. actually how to deal at an early age. So, because I kind of, it was, I came straight out of drama store, did casualty and 
the bill, which are little kind of jobs, and then I went straight into EastEnders for a year. And, you know, you're doing these red carpets, you're doing all these this crazy things, people are recognising you. I, you know, I just started dating someone and that, w- that was quite invasive. Um, and then it went away for yeah. two years and I went back to an office job. And I think... What, you went back to an office job after EastEnders? Of course, yeah. You've got to work. Nina, knock me down with a feather. Uh, I, I, if I had one, I would, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but we, we the public, we the fans... Yeah. I think we, and I've made this mistake before, we assume that once you've you've done an, an EastEnders or an Emmerdale or a Corrie or a Casualty yeah. uh, and so on and so on, I think we assume, oh, they've, they've, they've made it now. I once interviewed a, a, Britchy, a British sprinter right. and I said, she'd done, the, she'd done the Olympics, and I said, uh, oh, so you, you fly first class. And she was on the phone, she went, Mum, Mum! He thinks I fly first class. Because again, See, I just assume. Oh well, you, you, you're you're not at all. immediately I a mean, trillionaire. I don't know sports people. Oh, what she'd won a medal, gold. No, 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 oh. so, no. I mean, I, I'd assume that yeah. just because she'd, in my eyes, had made it, yeah, yeah, yeah. she was therefore set for I mean, life, and it's just not the way, is it? No, I, I mean, I, uh, I've, but that's. I think that's a good stead. It, it got me from starting so early on and, and building my way up. And I, I think loads of actors do it. You, you realise that you do have to do things in between and, and life completely changes. Um, so, you know, oh yeah, I did all the other jobs. I did office work. I did, you know, working in coffee shops. And then I recently, I say recently, five years ago, decided enough's enough. So I became a yoga teacher. So it's just the idea. So I'm still, you know, I still taught last week. And it's... Are you serious? I, you know I don't know if I'm going to get a job again. You got to work. The you listener can't work. see my jaw. Me picking my jaw, up jaw off is the... very wide, listeners. <laughs> yeah, of course. Is that, so is that like the backup plan? It's not a backup plan. It, I always said to myself, I'll never have a plan B. It was just a. So you I taught guess... a class last week. Well, two weeks ago. Yeah. No, but you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm absolutely yeah. double I put... hot pod, hot, hot yoga. Oh my gosh! Because I'm not just saying this. So when this opportunity came along, mm. my my enthusiasm for you and your career was so palpable that the your people were like, oh, this is great. Yeah. And so, I, again, I've done it again. I've assumed that, you know, <laughs> you're like playing pool with Kate Blanchett and, oh, you know... Oh, yeah, I on wish, the, darling. No, know. of course not. Right, I see. Yeah. How did, how did you get into... Oh, also, may I ask, what, so what was the office job that you went back to after the um, standards? What was it called? What was it called? It was called... What like, was it called? Like an office... Rando. Ad- no, I was like... So I was like the office manager i was a receptionist yeah and i worked with my best friend her elvis that was it elvis communications so my best friend's sister-in-law was working in elvis so they got her a job and then she was like do you want to come out and help and we just kind of went off to auditions and like manned the desk while the other went off and we you know we ordered in food stationery sent emails she was a lot better than i was and they kept her on when they moved buildings and dropped me well, it's, it's worked out. It's worked right. out fine. It's worked out right. Yeah. Um, so, how did you get into yoga then? How did I get into yoga? I started again around when I was twenty-three. I did hot yoga, Bikram yoga. Got a little bit addicted, in and out of it, and then I had a big breakup, and I really immersed myself into it, and I decided to teach training, and it just, and I guess it ended me out. It was, you know, it's a good balance of not knowing what's going on in your life and then it's like moving meditation yes um i got addicted to shutting off for the hour and i wanted to give that back to people also i realized that i would need jobs from time to time um so i did that but obviously you know when work picks up i i find it harder to teach 
And I do think since I became a teacher, I lost my love for practising myself because I see it more as a job, sure. which is sad. You, you lead more of a balanced life than half the balanced staff. I probably do. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I don't know, I don't know any of them. Is there, is, is there not, um, and I'm going to sound like your life coach here. Go. Is there not a temptation to to stop the yoga teaching to therefore open up the opportunities to, if it sounds like I've done a lot of, therapy and all that yeah. sort of thing you are correct but uh no i love it if you take if you remove i'm not saying you should remove yoga but if you stop the teaching are you, are you then not you know what i mean opening yourself up so to... i'm totally down with that i did i so i didn't also did a call center called listen and i was there for two years and when i first went in enthusiastic buzzing with life um getting all the sales it was for ch- lots of different charities um and then after two years of being there not getting any acting work i was just like this is killing me and I used to like cry if I didn't make a sale and then I decided to take myself away and do the yoga course did the yoga course went back to the call center and I and I was there for a week and I said I can't keep this up like it's it's mentally draining as soon as I left that job loads of auditions came through and I got a really good job and it's the same that's actually happened this week I had some classes coming up this week and I knew that I'd be doing things like balance and a bit more press so I subtly took myself out of these classes and I got a job, an acting job. Oh, I love it. So I do believe in yeah. opening, shutting things and opening new things open. I do definitely believe that. You've got to, yeah, carve your pathway out, I think. It's, all, it's also such a fine line, something I struggle with. There's a fine line between feeling like you're chasing after everything mm. and then, you know, while I like the idea of things just landing on my lap I part of me it's like, I think it's like a working class fear thing yeah. part of me thinks that I've still got to go out and chase it otherwise oh god they'll, get, they'll ask someone yeah, else yeah, you yeah, know that yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. thing I mean that, that's I don't like you that's my constant uh, that used to be my constant I think having this and this job the feed and um which we've not yet talked about I mean so that's that's, that's, a, that's a job that I've just done has come out um and that and then and the bodyguard I think they were so well re- well the bodyguard was so well received that I'm kind of like I have been working since I was 21 sure um on and off and I know they all keep going so I've just got to sit on that and there will be quiet times because I've had times when it's like two years out Do I just got to sit with that I have so much belief in you thank you, Do you should you have more belief in yourself Apparently, apparently, I need more belief in myself. I think, I think you're so honestly. I think you're so. When you first yeah. appeared in Uncle, which I think the first thing I saw you right. in, you you had that. What you've got is that that X. When I say X factor, I mean it in the traditional sense. I don't mean Cowl and yeah. the judges. I mean <laughs> no, you know that that proper star quality. So when you first appeared on Uncle, there was that, and I say this with such a compliment. There was that feeling of, holy cow, who's who's this guy? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, Thank that, you. that megawatt charisma that Thank jumps you. through the screen. So every time I see you in a new thing, I always think, well, of course, of course, yeah. Nina's booking that because she's so terrific. I mean, I don't think I have. Uh, I, I'm, I'm getting. Be- hmm, what am I saying? I think I am believing myself a bit more. I find, I think I've found from job to job because you're always a new kid at school. Um, yeah. It's also quite hard, like stepping into a job where you're just a guest in an established cast. And I, I can't, you know, you, rather than thinking about the acting, you, you worry about the social pressures and, sure. and things like that. Um, I, I I hope that's left me behind because I think I'm standing on my own now and I feel quite confident in my career. Yes. So I think I'm, I'm, I'm owning it a bit more. Yes. Um, 
I probably should have more belief in myself. I think one thing. <laughs> I think one thing you could do. So what I'm doing is I'm drawing a graph. Lovely. So if you're here we go. X, I'm not drawn on X and Y axis since I was about 13 years old. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but your your career and your you know if you go by like so your IMDb page and I know and I I know your career without having to look at it, but because you're doing such a perfect here we go upward. I really That's I'm really seeing this through because you're doing that. Yeah, that should give you belief, shouldn't it? It's yes. not. It's not like you've been going. I'm doing a wobbly line now. But do you know what? You know? There is an actual what, meter tally, and obviously when you're on screen, yes. your num your rating goes up and there down. Is an tally, isn't so there? it actually does go. Yeah, you know, oh my god! It's what that must do to your mental health? Oh, watching I a couldn't gra- care less. Some of that or whatever. Yeah. I listen to a po- uh, you listen to blank check, dear. Do no. Uh, an actor and a a writer do this podcast together, and the the actor's quite a neurotic, a bit like myself. He's quite neurotic. So he he's constantly plotting his career on the. What's it? What's the podcast about? It's called Blank Check, and it's they take a a director who had early success and right. was therefore given a blank check, right. and they then do the career retrospective, one film at a time. So an episode's like ninety minutes. Okay. So it's I mean it's hardcore geeky. So okay. like so so James Cameron had a big hit early on. Yeah. And then was given the blank check, uh, Aliens. And then that sort of allows him to do whatever passion projects he likes. Okay. And they do one episode at a time. But one of the hosts was the lead in The Tick with Peter right. Serafinovich yeah, yeah. you know, the Amazon series. So he, he just obsesses about where he is and... It's not healthy. It's not healthy. I think he knows it's not... I think not... most people obsess about where they are. It's just sad, you know, the, the pursuit of... What... Happiness, but what is happiness in defiant... In... Define your success against other people's and things like that. I don't know. I think most people are like, oh, I could do, be doing better. I'm always, you know, always. I, I think if you think like that, you'll. I think you'll always think like that. You know. Yeah. I think if you if you win that Oscar, you'd be like, oh, Meryl Streep's won yeah. more than Next. I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, yeah. You smell the roses, isn't it? Mm. Um, can, mm. Please, can you tell us about um, the feed because that's that's your biggest project today that's my biggest project today it's uh well you say that bodyguard like smash the world but the feed um but for you put you know personally hashtag team nina hashtag team nina (laughs) personally yes um so basically the it's a psychological dystopian thriller and the concept was taken from a book by nick window clark in which society as we know it we have chips inserted into the back of our brains and we can send information memories emotions within an instant so i could be talking to you now yeah. my mum might be skyping me telling me that she's coming around at six o'clock and i'd see her in the corner of my site so it's literally taking away phones and laptops but having them inside your brain and it's the idea of dependency on technology which clearly we all already have sure um different variants of that dependency and then what happens when that goes wrong which is quite scary so it turns a bit dark quite quickly i mean it's per- I mean, it sounds perfect thing is because yeah. there'll be some people listening to that thinking god that tech sounds amazing yes <laughs> some people will be thinking that's probably around the corner yeah and some people are thinking that sounds like my worst nightmare, nightmare. um because it feels so prescient, it feels so right now, um, that must feel incredibly exciting to be associated with a show like this. Um, yeah, I mean, I, do, I guess as my career evolves, you know, sometimes you kind of, at the beginning, you're like, oh, I want to say yes to everything. Um, I, I just need to keep working. Sorry, I hit the table. Um, sorry. But it's you're like, right. I'm all right. My finger is okay. <laughs> um, but it's, it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm into the, 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 the dystopian kind of, what is really 
uh, you can mirror it to your life. So it don't, things don't look that different, but technology has taken over and it is so current. It is happening now and that doesn't excite me. That scares me beyond sure. belief, but I just like that I can... I don't know. Oh, I don't even know what I'm saying. But you, are you pretty good with tech? What I mean is... No, I'm rubbish with tech. But, I mean, are you, are you always looking at your phone or not? Well, yeah, I'm always looking at... Like, for example, finding my way here, i got a city map of the app because I'm reliant on that app to get me somewhere. Sure. Whereas I could just look at an A to Z or, you know, get that out or look before I leave and, and find the way. I'm reliant in the sense that... Yeah, I've I've made myself reliant in that sense, but I'm I, I I'm trying to shy away from having the phone as much. I'm meeting people who are kind of downgrading with phones and things like that, and that excites me. Like I just think it's quite bad for the mental health. How obsessed we are. Yes. Why do we need to take pictures of everything? Why do we need to document everything? Why do we need to tell some have something in your room to for the lights to turn on? Why can't you turn the lights on yourself? I just think technology will pass human kind. Uh, Mankind and that's scary. I fit, I do, I hope. Maybe I'm saying this out of hope than fact. Um, it does seem that we are quite recently, maybe and genuinely thanks to shows such as the feed. Mm. I think because it's more in uh, our public consciousness now, more of us are trying to put the phone down a bit more. Yeah. Than we... Well, I think we've gone into it an, 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 as well with Balance magazine and stuff like that. It's the idea of mindfulness and the idea of mental health and the idea of stopping and shutting down and getting back into nature. So I think... Nina, you're my hero. Oh, I The editor mean... will be listening to this. Honestly, round of applause from boom, Sophie. Boom, boom, Go on, Sophie. Thank you. I'm trying to please you, Sophie. Um, no, do you know what I mean? It is like... It, it, it's it's important. Like it's, it's always been important to me, but I do think I... Before the feed... Was still addicted. I'm still addicted to my phone, like because because it makes everything that much easier. Um, but I believe that our yeah, as I say, the undercurrent of mindful mindfulness, spirituality, being in, with nature was already running through. Sure. And I think the great thing about this program is that whilst filming it, I mean, there was a lot of downtime on set, so you know, you're looking on your phone all the time, like of talking to people. But coming off, I'm talking. I'm doing a bit more research, and I'm talking. I'm talking to people like you. And I'm going. What's it all about? We do need to calm down and interact with each other. And interact with each other. Eye contact. You know, no I, lights. Like you should. You, I've been listening to the podcast. Um, I don't know. This might be a rival. Go for it. Mind body green. I'm aware of it. I'm not listening to it. Is it a good podcast? Yeah, it's great. And it's just like, it just talks about lots of different foods and gut health and, again, mental health and the kind of things you should just do to lessen your stress levels. And it's turning off, like, all lights and, and, and televisions, at, like, by seven or when it when the sun goes down. It's just how much sleep you should be getting and how how bad it is not to have sleep. So if you're staring at your phone before you go to bed, that's going to affect your sleep. And Absolutely. I heard on one on a TED talk that it's carcinogenic to have to have not a night shift. So to have a night shift, it's carcinogenic. Oh my god. So if you have like less than 5 hours sleep for 2 weeks, your immune system drops by 70%. That was a TED talk on sleep. So, you know, as someone who works a lot of uh, evening shifts, 
Y- yeah, you've scared me to death there. Sorry. No, no, it's good. It's, <laughs> it's important that I uh, that I learn this. But I mean, in that regard, I know what I said earlier about uh, the, the the teaching thing and and moving away from that with a view to more projects coming in. However, mm-hmm. the yoga itself that is, I mean, that's that's the greatest thing you can do, isn't it? In terms of uh, uh, yeah, yoga. I've got recently got into um, meditation, which I find really difficult. But I've got a little. Well, I'm using my phone, but it's a little app and I do meditation and I find that's just a great kickstarter to the day. Which app do you use? In, Insight Timer. In, Insight Timer? Oh, I'm writing this one down. Insight Timer, Insight I believe. Timer. And it's like Thanks a little meditation bowl on the picture. Oh, right, okay. And you can pay £59.99 p for the year. Or Daddy said year. For the year, yeah. Well, I haven't done that because you can still just... And then you can do little courses... Or you can just listen each day to a different different person. I've, and it's lovely. For the past few months, I've got into these ASMR videos. What's that? Have you ever, have you ever seen these on YouTube? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. So I'll be in bed with my wife, yeah. and I, on a tablet, I will have... A, the, it's like a special microphone. If the listener knows what I'm talking about, please, please get in touch, because I, I have to explain myself to my wife. <laughs> it's a special microphone, and then they're whispering on this side... So it goes into your left ear, and then they whisper on that. So it goes into your right ear, and then you're you, you're gently lulled to sleep. Okay. But at the same time, my wife is saying, "Why are you staring at a screen?" Well, that as well. But it's a, a person looking directly at the camera, so it looks like I've got some sort of like weird fetish. Okay. Which I don't. Which. And I what's mean, it called again? Turn this into a therapy session. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got very defensive there. <laughs> I, I don't have a fetish. <laughs> um, so it's, they're called ASM. I feel myself blushing. They're called ASMR videos. Right. And they, they get, I mean, like millions of views. So what I'll do is I'll start one. Yeah. Because I have favourites. Okay. <laughs> oh God, this is taking a turn. And then I'll put my tablet on the floor, but keep my headphones in, and then go to sleep that way. So you have to stare at someone's eyes? No, some oh. people do, but I'm just doing it for the audio. Well, I, um, I'm oversharing. It, you are oversharing, but I like <laughs> it. It means we're close already. We're, we are, yeah. Bless um, you. <laughs> um, I mean, great. I don't. I, I think the idea of staring into your iPad is a bit. Oh, it's, oh, it's ridiculous. Nuts. Oh, for sure. But they do that now, don't they? They have the app for getting babies to sleep, and it's like, right, like yeah. white noise and stuff. And apparently, they're like lifesavers. So if that sends you off, that sends you off. We, we have a four-year-old, and we have to. I mean, this is a it, talk about. F- Getting into a rabbit hole yeah. at a young age, four years old. We, we, I, it's my, and again, it's my fault. As uh, on YouTube, you can. It's like I own shares in YouTube, and I, I wish I did. <laughs> and it's uh, hyp- hypnosis music for really? children. Does it work? It does. But if I'm not at home, my wife will WhatsApp me and say, "You've really, you shouldn't have started this with the because now, now she, she's, she's like, addicted." I want the I want the quiet music on. So then we we have to put the right. thing on. And then it's uh, people listening to this thinking you sound like a <laughs> no. Terrible... I know lots of people do it. I think it's good. Um, are you an, are you a natural with the meditation? Uh, the reason why no. I say that no, I'm I, no, I'm not either. I, no, but... I have to listen to the. So yeah, I, I haven't yet to do just sitting. Actually, on the yoga course when I became a teacher, we every day for three weeks we'd get up and do. High- Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Flower meditation before practicing, and the teacher would give you different techniques sure. and one day of the many days I did a bit of listening to different sounds from really far away coming in 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 and I had a really amazing euphoric moment honestly yeah honestly emotional crying like it was just amazing since then I've never had that um I'm jealous of your euphoric moment well it was great it was great I mean, give it a go. Just listen to sounds far away and come closer and closer and closer and closer. Oh, wow. But then she was telling us to, you know, it was still guided. Um, and the 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 app that I use, it's, I'm generally listening to gui- guided stuff. But yeah. it's just kind of like, you know, about appreciating the day and the things around you and taking note of them. Absolutely. Mm. Do you do um, visualisation techniques? No. Do you journal? I try to. I did this thing called um, The Artist's Way. You heard about it? Yeah, someone just, someone like two, three days ago recommended the waking up in the morning. Waking up in the morning. And just. Two things you have to do. It's a 12 week program. Two things you have to do is wake up in the morning and before you do anything else, is write three pages. Yeah. Or just. Just your thought coming down onto the page. There's no, you don't over articulate. Don't, no one's going to read it. Imagine no one's going to read it. Um, and then you have to go on a date once a week by yourself. So you go for like dinner or cinema in the evening or whenever. Or whenever you go to an art gallery. I went to Antibes, France for myself and walked around and made a little sculpture, but that's because I was already out there for work. But I took an extra day and I was just like, I'm just gonna build a sculpture. Got me into meditation. Mate, we, right, we, what we don't have on this podcast yeah. is a hall of fame. <laughs> if we did, my friend, you are, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swear for the first time, you are right fucking on there, my friend. Woo! Is, uh, so the artist's way, so someone recommended mm. it, so here I have my, I'm doing a lot of product placement here. So on my Kindle, I, yeah. uh, while they were talking, I, I, in front of them, downloaded the artist's way. Okay, great. So, so do I, and I'm sure that I, the listener will be digging this, will, do, you, do you have to... Handwrite, or can you type? No, handwrite. It has definitely. to be handwritten. I mean, no, I'm I think not you're, sure I think you're probably that, right. But I, I would believe it was handwriting. I mean, I use small, your pad's quite small. Yeah. Like, you know, if you save three pages, it could be massive. So, very small <laughs> paper. And you do, you end up writing like a lot of gibberish. Yeah. You're on and on and on writing lots of crap. And then sometimes you're like, what's the point? What's the point? But I think 
out of it. And I, I don't know anyone who's completed it. I got to week nine and then I kept repeating person said the, the person who recommended this said the exact same. Yeah. That they'd not finished it. No. They still did it. Yeah. But they'd not. So I, I, I stopped the writing because I started to resent the writing, but it got me into meditation. And so that time that I gave myself, I now obviously set my alarm clock half an hour earlier and I started to meditate. So I'm glad I did it. That's, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, may, may I ask, have you ever had that moment where the, the shoulders have relaxed yeah. and you've thought, in, in terms of career, where you've thought, I've made it, or do you never feel like that? What is making it? Um, I feel relaxed now. Like, I, I you know, I, I just did a, did a workshop, a Bob Marley musical workshop, and... Go on. So we workshop for two weeks, this Bob Marley musical because it's going to be on next year. Doesn't mean I'm going to be in it, but I workshopped it and performed the... Is it a movie or a, uh, no, uh, a, a theatre? Theatre production. Would, so, you, would you want to be in it? I'd want to be in it for a bit. Surely, I mean... I'd want to be in it, I w- but I wouldn't want to be in it for long. Forever, like, yeah, no, I mean? of course. I yeah, get, so yeah. dependent on the... don't want to say too much because I'm not... Anyway, who knows? No, who I know knows? what you mean. Of course you want to be in it. Yeah. But obviously, you don't want to be doing it for, for you know lot, every day you know, for three I, years. A guy who was in the uh, the workshop had just come off of a show for three years. I saw someone in a very high profile musical. Right, I'll, I'll tell you because I don't know if the person listens or gets back, gets back to them. I want to upset them. Yeah. I'll tell you what was afterwards. They were they're not particularly well known, but they are head and shoulders the best thing in this huge musical. Right, and they should be in. Movies, TV, you might, you know, in yeah, my opinion yeah, yeah. and all that, but because they're handcuffed to this yeah. project, it, it can be a blessing and a curse, can't Completely. it? Completely. And again, another guy um, in the workshop, he won an Olivia Award for playing James Dean, I think. Right. And he doesn't even get like into a room for auditions for TV. I mean, what is all that like, about? It's crazy. It's crazy. Do you, um, is your, is your aim to stay in? Britain, or would you would you like to do the? Um, I did. I did a a show called Switch. It was a series, and I thought it was going to go again. It was in two thousand and twelve. Um, at that point, I was like, oh, maybe I should go to America and yeah. try and get in. So I went out for a month. You know, had a great time with this girl, but actually didn't have a good time. I didn't really enjoy LA, and I realised that it made me appreciate architecture for the first time coming back to like london and going wow we're just so blessed to have such a beautiful city that is so true la i was just like what what is this because like, the, the cliche of la is that you have to drive everywhere God. but it's absolutely it is absolutely true isn't yeah. it it's just motorways it's motorways and, and then like, like a couple of restaurants then more motorways then a hotel then more motorways and and just seeing the world develop, i mean you know you see so much poverty all around the world and so and, and obviously and so much poverty in london but the world's divided so much, yes. like literally like Beverly Hills to people living in there, like with their trolleys. And it was just like, I don't understand. I mean, I guess that's all over the world, but I just didn't have the best time. So it made me realise that I'm really happy where I am yes. and I will always travel with work. I was going to say, so so, what, so while you might not want to do the Hollywood thing where you're living in a Uh-oh. hotel and going from audition to audition, but and I mean this sincerely, but if, you know, let's say, James Cameron or whoever, if they'd seen you in X and they wanted you to fly over to Hollywood to shoot for four months, then that then sort I'd of thing... Yeah, yeah, sure thing. Of course. If the, where, where, where the work is. Yeah. Um, now, now, I know that you're, you are 
promoting a very current show, but Matt, yeah. this is a fan question. Uh, what, uh, are there any future projects that you can tell us without embargoes and all that sort of thing? Yeah, I don't really know. If I, uh, I've just got a job um, that was is by the writer of Luther. <laughs> that person. Yes. <laughs> it's a four-part drama. Hang on. For ITV. Tell you what, let's do this seamlessly. <laughs> um, and I don't know how much I can say about it. But yes, we you know when you're saying like when you ever feel like you, you've made it. I'm in a very comfortable position where I've come from a workshop. At the end of the workshop, I got this job, which is written by Neil Cross. The right uh, of Luther. Yeah, the right of Luther. <laughs> Um, and, you know, I've got a lot of press going on between the workshop and this new job for my job, my current job that's coming out now, which is the feed. So I feel like, with you say you made it, I'm just kind of, I I, feel, I know what's going on until Christmas, which feels quite nice. I think just knowing you've got a job going, go, I've got a job to go into. Sure. So that's probably me thinking I've made it. But I, I, yeah, it does, because I've, I've read and listened to interviews with, you know, how, you know, actors that you and I would consider veterans and legends, yeah. and they still feel like they still have that same sort of yeah. mindset that they're always they're going from job to job rather than ever thinking, oh, ah, that's that in the bag. You it's know. never that thing about it. It's just it's constant, isn't it? It's like, do you know what I think I'd made it when if someone goes, Nina, there's a part that we want you to play. The part's yours. I think then, yes, because actually, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. My, we wrote this, thing. Nina, with yeah. you in my, you know, the the the, the hardest thing is the, the audition process and like I can't I can't sight read I'm a little bit dyslexic so I can't sight read and so I learn absolutely everything which I'm sure loads of actors do but sometimes that's like I'm really blessed to have lots of auditions but sometimes that's five a week and you're going nuts you're just like Ugh. and so so <laughs> when I get a job offered to me going Nina we write this part for you I'll be like wow sure drop the mic about time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the job. Neil Cross um, wrote it. Four-part drama, ITV. I start filming in October. Now, this isn't a question. This is, uh, this is, a, this is an ego massage. Mm. Your, your niceness, you radiate sunshine. Your niceness Thank is you. so inherent. And it's so, so listener, we, we, we came into here, every person that Nina's come into contact with, chatty, polite, nice, lovely. You, you don't get that with everyone, you know. Okay. And I'm not just talking actors. I'm talking, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, literally everyone. Where, 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 where does that come from? Is that, is that? Uh, d- don't know. Just got to be nice, isn't it? <laughs> don't know. Um, does that is that is that does that come na- that comes naturally? I take. I it, think though? so. Yeah, completely. I mean, I'm just being myself. Upbringing. Oh, I had a lovely upbringing. <laughs> but but yeah. it comes from that though, doesn't yeah, it? I yeah, guess. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'd say so. I, I mean, I don't. You know, I don't, you don't know what what why you have your ticks or why you do the nice things. And you know, I don't know. I just think you should treat people how you want to be treated. But and I, I don't think about that. Isn't it odd <laughs> that, uh, that more people don't get that? You know what I mean? Because, I mean, we're, we're, oh, completely. we will have all of worked with people and lots of... It doesn't matter where you work, whether mm. you're on a film set, in an office, in a factory. We've all worked with people who are, for whatever reason, mm. like demonst- demonstrably horrid. Yeah. Uh, whereas... I mean, it must be exhausting, mustn't it? I, well, that's the thing. It must be exhausting. I think, and I think coming back to the kind of whole mindfulness, it's about going inwards and working on yourself. Um, yeah, just just working on yourself because I I feel like you know you realise you know sometimes actually this is not why I'm nice to people, but something happened 
recently to very close friends of ours. Yes. And, and you just go, that is, doesn't matter if I'm late. It doesn't matter if that person is cut in front of me. Like, you know, it, yeah. it, it, these things don't matter. Um you know, I live with my flatmate and my husband and sometimes they're messy. And I'm just like, doesn't doesn't matter. Like, starting to realise what a gift life is, you can be more grateful, I guess. So now, now where has that come from? Because that, is that something you've had to work on? Because that's something that we can all relate that, to. Yeah. Because we, we, we all have that moment where, you know, if I'm stressed uh, and I'll, you know, I'll be inwardly seething that the, the, the person took my seat mm, on the mm, mm. Uh, that was going to sit on them the train and that sort of thing and then you have that that the penny drops and you're like why are you getting upset about that sort of thing i think yoga helped me with that i think i i yeah. was a different person i, I don't think I, I i wouldn't say i was I, i'd still be the same person walking into this building and, and greeting everyone's and you know I'm, I'm i'm chatty um and i like to treat people how i want to be treated but i would get things would get to me yes um anger anger was quicker to pop out honestly yeah 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 um but you know it's maturity as well you just grow older don't you and just be like oh can't be asked for that (laughs) (laughs) what i mean yes i do um nina and i uh i know that you have to go i I could happily chat with you for the next three months whether you you like it or not (laughs) um it's been as as someone who's been a fan of yours for for some time ever since ever since i saw you and uncle it's it's so lovely to meet you you. and it's so lovely and i'm uh it's been so lovely how lovely you are so thank you thank you thank you so much thank you Uh, hopefully i pass across again uh nina thank you oh so the feed what what can you oh gosh when is it how do people watch it the feed okay guys the feed it already aired on monday um on virgin so if you're a virgin customer you can watch um if you pay for an extra package you can watch for free otherwise you can watch it on catch up on demand um it then comes out on Thanksgiving, 28th of November, on Amazon, Prime America, Latin America and Canada. So it's a bit annoying. Do we get it on Amazon UK anytime in the future? Well, I don't know this, but apparently not. So I don't know. I don't know if it does well. I don't really know how it works. Amazon, if you're listening. Amazon, if you're listening, I mean, a lot of my friends and family were banking on it being in the UK because I told them it would be, and that was a lie. <laughs> well, it was, it was a very well-intentioned lie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you thank you so much. Are you on the socials and all that malarkey? I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram. I don't post that much every now and then. I'm like, oh, my husband did something cute. But apart from that, I, I you know. I, so I, I'm not, I think I've talked about this. Oh, maybe I have. I appeared on Good Morning Britain a couple of weeks ago oh. and Mark talked about being bald. I mean, the, you know, the important issues. <laughs> and uh, the notifications on my phone were absolutely berserk, really? right? To the extent where my phone actually said, we recommend turning your notifications off. So I turned them off. And so all my comedian friends are a lot more successful than I am. You know, it's fine. But I cannot recommend this enough t- to them. So uh, one friend of mine who's very successful, I told, yeah. it, I told it to him, he messaged me yesterday to say, "Oh my God, whole new world, whole new world." So if you listener, if you if you're getting stressed out by too many vibrations and all that malarkey, turn it off. Uh, turn the notifications or off. Or you could delete the apps and just look at the social media networks on your laptop when you get home. Listen to Nina; her version is much better. It really is. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> bless you. Thank you. Thank you. That was great. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Nina. Oh, bless you. I had that was my the funnest one. Oh, it really was. That's all I ever want to hear.
You're lovely, aren't you? No, Nina, you're lovely. Huge and heartfelt thanks to Nina Tucson White. What a what a lovely grounded person she was. And I nearly got carried away with the superlatives there, I apologise. But she was certainly lovely and grounded and incredibly talented. And her new show, The Feed, is on Virgin. It's good for her, totally deserves uh, a huge show like that. And I would say she's only getting bigger and better. She's fantastic. Nina Tucson White, God bless you. Uh, drop, want to drop me a line? Podcast at balance.media. You want to drop the sales team a line? Of course you do. How can this be free? Uh, sales at balance.media. Huge and heartfelt thanks as always. Spread the word. Spread the love. Tell your friends. If you missed the previous episode, Ian Wright. Oh my God. Do yourself a favour. Uh, what an absolute super dude. Uh, anyway, see you soon. I think we're going to drop another bonus. A drop. If you start using terms like drop, ironically, enough times, you then start using it non-ironically. And that's where I'm at now. We will drop another bonus episode. Not even bad. I mean, we're just, we're just doubling a week at the moment, aren't we? It's great. Love it. Uh, anyway, thank you as always. Uh, I've been James Gill. Uh, this has been The Balance Podcast. We're on all the socials at Balance LDN. As I say, spread the word. Does us a massive solid. Lovely positive review. Yes, please. Uh, and I am at James Gill Comedy as well. Shameless plug for myself. But hey, that's where we are. Uh, thank you so much. Goodbye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.